one of the best experiences for any person will be achieving enlightenment the human way. Because that emotional grown-up, that functional adult, that integrated brain, and that restorative embodied self are all optimal human being and achievable human being experiences. The trauma-informed experts that I've been able to get my lovely trauma educational certificates with and that I keep on learning from, they all say the same thing, every single one of them. And even my lovely Daniel Siegel with the interpersonal neurobiology, he, I consider the mind expert, but he's not just that. Anyone that I've learned from about being a human and about our inner well-being has said the same again and again and again, that trauma is not a death sentence and that it is something that can be brought to being healed, but there's a journey ahead. So the human way of enlightenment for a love button person, it's because of being able to harness your own bodies, restore your embodied self. So some people have this journey, the butterfly journey that isn't torturous. Others have a butterfly journey instead that is torturous, and that's with the trauma memory and unresolved trauma. And so enlightenment the human way, I'm going to be sharing from the love button because that's what I know of. I don't know the human suffering button with a level of window of tolerance or a heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart feeling, meaning feeling ashamed to be myself with my flaws or imperfections or feeling like I should not have emotions. And obviously, though, I want to point out this is where no person who moves into enlightenment the human way, whether from the shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, unresolved trauma that gets healed in time, or the love button person who has the six basic emotions, because that's really what we're talking about here. Your body stores and or has emotions. They come up, your mind interprets it, and that's the left mode of our brain is the verbal. So that is where if you understand the basic of being a person, you know why meditation works. And it works because it allows you to sit in your cortex. But really what happens is you're allowing yourself to start to navigate your actual human brain. And that's actually why I find only doing something like enlightenment with spirituality words and or the spiritual metaphysics esotericism group does not function to have you have the best actual experience because you don't get it the human way. You don't understand what integration of the brain means, restorative. What I mean is you don't have the terminology. So I'm bringing it to the forefront because I got to do this thing called the IHP community <laughs> and content to support people with the inner growth mindset. And then along my mysticism journey, I got to be like, wow, I'm in the Enlightenment Soul Age. Wow, I already have this. Oh, wow, I already know all this shit. What is this? How is this? How is this possible? So I learned about the difference between those of us who navigate our emotional body without having a window of tolerance. We don't feel the big S as like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die inside. There's no tsunami. There is none of that from my personal experience as I grew up. And so here's where Purusha Prakriti, embodying Purusha is you embodying the consciousness that we all are, and it's awareness. In fact, if you're aware of yourself, you're in your cortex, your prefrontal cortex. When you're in a physiological state of compassion, you're able to take a moment to say, what can I do in this situation? 
That's because your brain is in integration, though. I'm not being reactive with, with my right brain and all emotions that are charged states. So I don't want to talk about too much psychoeducation because I actually just want to chit-chat about the human way of doing enlightenment, which is really straightforward. It's a tango forever and ever and ever. But of course, there are depths of emotions experienced from the appropriate age group. So what I mean is when I was a child, I had my charge state as a child, and I grew up, you know, so we go through the same as any other person. The difference is we don't have the shame. I call it button because I didn't have shame about being a scaredy cat or being a tattertailer or being annoying or being whatever. All the words, many different words, that will have, oh, some people have said you're spiteful. And usually that's in the family dynamics when they're not getting what they would want from you. And you're like, okay, whatever. No, I'm not doing it from spite. I'm doing it because I don't want to do it. There's two different things. I know my intent. My intent is not to spite you. But you're going to keep on saying it anyway. So I'm not going to be bothering with trying to tell you otherwise. And here's where another part about the actual love button people is we're not going to waste our time trying to prove that we're not spiting you. If you want to call me evil, go for it. I have nothing to say to you because I don't believe in it because I know my heart. And if you don't know it, I'm telling it to you. But if you don't believe me, I'm not going to certainly be able to prove it. It's in my chest and it's not even, that's the point. You can't prove the intent. Um, and here's where the most amazing part of this journey is actually realizing it again and again and again. Expansion of consciousness is what I'm talking about. So my regular listeners know about the story. As a teenager, I had my lovely little teenage boyfriend who presented to me that I believed in heaven and God because I did grow up with Jesus and God. And although today I call this God the concept of consciousness and just the field of consciousness, it's because God was always love and life, and that's what consciousness and this shared collective consciousness that physicists and neuroscientists and the people in the realm of scientific methodology are talking about. The reason we call yoga yoga science now is because the technology shows a correlation and uh, the reality is I've always known we learn. I don't know how other people don't learn because I know we don't know everything and I don't ever like not knowing everything and I got taught how I don't know everything because I'd get pissy when I didn't know everything as a child growing up. <laughs> so that I'm not sure about anything is because we're the ones who say, yeah, we don't know everything, but we get curious. So we stay intelligent, the ones who don't separate from consciousness. So long story short, the story um, is where I got to debate with this human being who at the time was going to be my future husband because we had decided as soulmates and as lovers, of course, <laughs> that we would be getting married he was my teenage boyfriend so it was very funny the moment that um he did this thing of you only believe in heaven and god because you're afraid of death i was so offended like a teenager because see teenagers were in the black and white thinking that's a normal emotional response this normal meaning in the age group now that others don't know that some of us are love buttons and that would be people who don't know people like us uh, it's not our thing to try and prove it <laughs> this is the part I laugh because some people are like no you did do human suffering no I would know if I did because I'd be tortured inside 
which I'm not. Uh, I've had enough of the descriptions from the trauma-informed experts on what it's like to ruminate. I don't ruminate. I've never known one day of rumination. I've known how to use my brain always in the most amazing ways. So here's where even the depths of emotions, when the bringing back and forth with the ocean, Tara Brock explains it. But see, she explains it in a way of somebody's being taken over by it and they're like in despair. Da, 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 da. I'm like, no, that doesn't sound familiar. I do know the depths of the ocean. Yes, despair, not really, because what usually is taking place if there's such an important moment that you're dealing with in life is going to be contemplation for a love button person again. So enlightenment the human way, I'm bringing it to you not separating from that purusha is what I'm sharing also. And oh, prakriti, the energy body, which is my nervous system because being in a ventral vagal state is what allows your body to stay in a rest and rejuvenating and you, you the human, to explore from the depths of seriousness with playfulness. Here's Krishna Lila. Anything that happens as the lovely therapist who talk about what a body in compassion is, is I am actively in my ventral vagal nervous system my insula lights up, my amygdala, because I'm alerted to something that is of importance, my temporal junction, which will relate to everything from the past that I've experienced, and then I'll move to my prefrontal cortex. As I take in the information of what is happening, and then I evaluate what is it that I can actually do, and there you go, that's responding. And we can all, the people who have love button experiences, do it easily. I remember still as a kid doing it, okay? So this is where when this teenage boyfriend did what they did, in that case, I was the same, but I was in my teenage years, 15 or 16, and I was very pissy at him because I'm like, how dare you take my fate and tell me that it's based on fear. I know what fear is, and I don't believe based on fear. I believe based on my heart that tells me there's more to life than just this physical plane. And that talks to me about uh, God, obviously I was taught about God and I did do confirmation. My promise was to Jesus. And the way that I got taught catechism was not that I was promising anything to the institution. My confirmation was, do you accept the body of Christ? Do you accept to follow into the footprints of a person who talks about love? This is how I learned about getting my confirmation. Not that I was promising to an institution. Yes, there's the sacraments you're supposed to follow. That part are the rules, but the actual choice that they presented was you're responsible to being a representation of a person who, in my book, any person who does not unconsciously love is not representing this person. And, and this is their their belief and their opinion, and they can keep it as I keep mine. And I still remember the day that I did my confirmation because that was my first light body experience. And to this day, if there's one thing that comes forth in my body when I think of the fact that I, as a Reiki practitioner, need to acknowledge that there are theologians that are going to make it their mission to keep saying that my Reiki practitioner, universal love energy, is the devil's energy, I am very sad but I am very much a person who uses my brain. And I understand that when people, I understand it physically, I don't understand it mentally. And what I mean by that is, I don't know how people can actually not recognize through their thoughts 
what they're saying, but then I remember my trauma-informed experts who describe structural dissociation, which is exactly what's taking place in the brain of anybody who will say to me, no, but you don't understand what you're saying. No, I think you aren't taking a step back from your emotional plane, allowing yourself to move into your ventral vagal state, and then open your ears by being present. That means shutting your mouth off, the left mode off for a minute, hearing the words that come out, removing your entire opinion about your being raised, however it is, and whatever your belief and idea of this institute. So to embody and to attune to another means that you are a blank slate, not the other way around. So when people hold on to the belief systems, this is not how it works. And I am a person who has belief systems. I believe in humanity and I believe in the scientific methodology and I believe in physics, and I believe in science, and I believe in the concept of God today, although as a child I believed in the entity, never as a supernatural being that would be wrathful, that's for sure, not even close, no, in fact, no. Otherwise, there would not have been a son who talks about forgiving for they do not know, turning the other cheek, and furthermore, who walked with all the people. I have no idea how they keep forgetting this. And I know they've hidden books from us too. So there you go. So when people want to address their belief, I I don't address it with them because I know what it's like. So when this teenage boyfriend's accusing me of believing for fear, and I am saying, how dare you actually make such a claim when I am telling you what my heart is telling me and what I'm and and you continue to insist that you know what I'm something that can't be proven okay something that can't be proven because you can't prove faith or faith or God in general and so here's the part of where you are making a statement that you can't prove yourself and yet you want to put your foot down and make it which is fine again that's where I learned straightforward that day, not only that the person, because in that moment, you're the person I'm going to marry, you're claiming that I'm afraid, you're not hearing any word that's coming out of my mouth, and you actually are convinced, because I can tell from the look in your eyes, that you are convinced of the story you're telling yourself, and that, and you're not even aware of the arrogance in that moment that you're holding as a human being who is claiming something that you cannot in any way, shape, or form prove. You don't have a scientific methodology to prove somebody believes because of fear. You have your equations. And, you know, here's the other part. Even if one wanted to try to prove, let's say, because, you know, my, my mind loves going into ways that somebody could try to prove something since we have technology today and it can read your actual embodied brain. One could take a machine, let me monitor your heart rate, let me monitor you, and let me figure out okay let me ask you a question so there there could be proof but (laughs) that's not going to happen with teenagers who are speaking to each other and having a discussion right and just in general I honestly would not be with anyone who'd say I'm going to come go put you under a test fuck you go 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 test yourself on some machine because this is where it's personal and meaning fate is personal which is also why there's no plan for me personally to disrespect any individual when it comes to what they believe in like with Reiki it's not offensive when I do know that people will believe that it's uh, the devil's energy I totally understand it because again I know how to read I know how to understand if somebody's saying something to me and this part about what 
I got to engage in as a teenager to me is a great moment in my life because that day I got to learn something I wasn't like oh my god he doesn't believe in me I was not in that I was like fuck you and okay fine I definitely know what I learned today which is I ain't gonna try proving shit to anyone about my fate and and how dare you that's it it's all I learned how dare you how dare you be so arrogant but you know what it's okay I don't need to you know, work with anything because that's who you are. That's what you're choosing to be. You go be you. I'm going to go be me. And uh, at the end of the day, when I die, I know that it doesn't even matter. (laughs) So like, seriously, this is the part doesn't even matter because what we conversed about about has nothing to do with what's going to happen after we all die. And on that note, here's the beautiful part about being enlightened the human way with the 5d mysticism and clairs oh i love clairs i love them when i got them i'm like no there's no anointedness otherwise i'd have to go to the church and get them to give me their seal of approval and we are not in the medieval ages please people so it's very clear actually uh exactly where we're at it's 2023 which is why i love the scientific methodology but i do love mysticism i have to say And here's where back to that shared consciousness, the neuroscience community and the psych educators are more and more aware of concepts and they connect, of course, to spirituality at Harvard. They're going to be meeting with Sadhguru, even though he's the one who organized the event. And, you know, here's where yoga helps people to work with that body and move out of human suffering because they can learn how to work with the ventral vagal nervous system and therefore they learn how to be regulated within their own body and once you start to be able to know how to sit in your body with love that's the moment that you're going to be able to start using your brain in a way of potentially doing mindfulness and mindsight and i say potentially because i see a lot of people they do a lot of yoga they don't do any of the enlightenment uh, and they don't do any of the functional adult they don't do any emotional growing up or integrated brain, or restored embodied self. They're the non-disciples who criticize the people who are compulsive thieves and tell them how to live life. They're the adaptive child who thinks they can save the world, and it's not about saving the world because the world doesn't need saving. What it needs is more humanity, which can only happen if you have compassion beyond a reason. And that means that when I see somebody who is in spite envy jealousy or like even you know in the case of my teenage boyfriend stubbornly insisting about something that is seriously bullshit (laughs) to be able and continue to love and just know okay you know continue with your emotionally mature response because it's okay we don't need to be on the same page when it comes to how we handle life because that's a choice that you get to choose and in fact the differentiated self is what i'm talking about and so with my teenage boyfriend you're a person i'm a person we don't need to have the same opinions to be an item that gets married no respecting each other does not mean uh you have to believe in me no none of that actually takes away the respect from a person who's a love button meaning you don't have shame about being yourself so for me flawed and perfect it's fine you don't believe me i don't care Are we still an item? Of course we are. Why wouldn't we be? This is ridiculous. We have different types of thought processes. What's the deal? Did somebody not know what difference meant? So differentiated selves who don't need to think like their partners, this is where I'm still tangoing. And so in fact, I tangoed for three, 
four years with this person. And there's a lot of people that when I share my stories, which I try not doing anymore because these same people don't know love buttons. So they don't know that we love all the time. We don't suffer when we have relationships moving into their transformative spaces. What happens with twin flames, soulmates, the oversoul for 5D mystic in the love button is nothing more than expansion of consciousness and everybody has the ability to choose how to treat each other. And so when people have a trauma from their childhood, we're not going to be pointing it out. That's not what grown-ups know how to do. No, we know how not to even bother asking for permission because the minute that you will have actually actively, like my teenage boyfriend, done something with such arrogance is the minute that I am going to understand that that is your opinion and that you're standing <laughs> with your feet on the floor like any adaptive child will because that's what emotional insecurity is. The minute that I ask you something or say something and you give me a rebuttal is the minute that I am already knowing I am no longer tangling. Do I want to use our precious time to try and walk a path that I already see you're not seeing me for me because you just told me no to something that I am. And I'm okay with being flawed and imperfect. So I might not really be wasting any of my time at all to try and move in any other direction because I don't need to because you just told me who you are. I'm not a mirror of you. This is where Zen masters are compassionate mirrors. We're not mirrors of other people, meaning you're not showing me something about myself. I know who I am and you're actually deflecting what I'm telling you I am and I'm going to choose how not to do what you're doing because I have what's called respect of another person. And so I will speak directly and without doing anything except for have a conversation and see if I want to use my time or not. And that's why we don't appreciate when people use time in ways that are tricksters but that's where people don't know that they have trauma so we know how to let it go and that's why the whole emotional immaturity when enlightenment is achieved the human way and so you're a differentiated self love button our loved ones are not our case studies our loved ones are not people that we will cast away because they're quote-unquote emotionally unavailable that word doesn't even mean anything because it would mean that they have trauma and trauma wounds and attachment wounds and that's really not nice that you're going to ditch a person who does not know how to be loved or to love and basically you're not being in a mindful relationship or the grown-up of the relationship for that matter you want emotion and so you're there for a reason which is you want them to give you something and there's our codependent type relationships take care of me by giving me the emotions I want no no change me make me into you want so again some people they do other stuff and some of us don't do that stuff we tango and we tango in the way of knowing we wield our love we wield our love because we're nature and our future is not decided no your future is what you make of it in the minute that you're presented with the opportunity to take love and to enlighten yourself. So when people in my personal years have done whatever it is, I didn't have the trauma informed. In fact, I could sense being given a disservice by the 4D community for me. 
the 4D community gives a good way for those who want to remain where they're at. I'm not going to go down that path. But for me, the disservice was the minute they began to talk about my oversoul. And that would be any human being as karmics, third parties, energy vampires, dark ores. That was the minute I'm like, wait a minute. Mm, no, no, you're doing something now. This isn't right. What are you doing? Because when I found a, out about soul contracts, or really what it is, is soul family. And this is where it's very beautiful the way they talk about how the consciousness sphere is. And so I had found a number of different aspects on this. And it's in metaphysics as a terrorism groups of thought processes and, and subject matters. And so there's like so families, so colleagues, so uh, mates, twin flames, and the different things that we get to learn about each other or whatnot. Da -da 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 -da. Um, long story short, it was the minute that people began to create these stories that I noticed this is off. You're not in oneness consciousness. You're not doing love. You actually are deviating, and I'm not really sure why you're talking about yourself as different than the religious institutions because you may have changed the words, but right now you're sounding a lot like the witch hunt people, even though you're the ones who are pointing out the fingers. Ah, you witch hunted me. Now I'm going to show you. You know, like this is where this whole, it's like a, I don't know, I don't do video games, but basically the 4D reminds me of a bunch of different video games. And here's the difference is 3D, they don't do video games. They're just still in situations that at least there we can have systems once they update in a way to help all people. We can have systems that support people to get out of not nice environments and households because the system is there to support. And, and the 4D is creating conspiracies and using time and spaces and what we want are people who stay grounded and say, okay, to affect the system, here's what we're going to do. And the empirical scientific people are the ones who give the power because they're educators. They get financed. And here's why smart people know how to stay a part of the world because we want to participate to create a better future. And 5D knows that that means, humanly speaking, us people, not, not in the land of there's karmics, third parties, energy vampires, or you have to be spiritual. And so here's another note. When I learned, and recently I did, and I can't wait to get those books, uh, the contemplation of us not having free will. And what I love most of all about educators is they present to you always both sides. And so there's well and big think they're awesome because they give you all these lovely different empirical scientific methodology people that are, some are only authors, some are CEOs, some are uh, PhDs, some are, there, there's everything. And actually, I'm going to use one of my professors as the example. When I was getting my bachelor's, I did, one of my classes was on the Middle East and conflict. I forget the whole title, but my professor, if I remember correctly, was, and I'm going to confuse this because, see, my, my brain doesn't do good with data, but he was, I think he was an, a, an Israelite, I want to say, but I forget here because we got to learn about the Middle East conflict, and because he is, as he spelled out from the Israelite group, if I'm not mistaken, again, 
he presented to us to buy books for the course that were the complete opposite side. So he said, I'm from this side, and so this is my background, this is my story, this is where I'm going to have bias, meaning these are my experiences, so I got you all to buy the opposite perspective books. That way we bring both together in class, and also I keep myself, if you will, in check, meaning I'm here to educate and empower you with the information and to create a neutral environment where you talk about this topic, which is important because, you know, again, the world is important. And so we're not here to take sides. We're here to do something that is help the future. And, and this is an educator, not one who will tell you you have to pick sides. That's not an educator. That's a person with a bias. And I met those two. In fact, here, I'm not going to share the whole story because see, here's where I don't feel that I can. I don't feel that I can, me, Maria, the human being, speak these words out loud. And I can in a conversation, which I have, but not in a recording that is not me interacting with you. And furthermore, because we share what can be helpful, and that is only what brings people together. So enlightenment the human way is I share in a way to bring people together, not to create what adaptive children do and those who are in the, we're going to create drama unconsciously. That's where adaptive children, and they do a lot of this, and they don't do it with the intent, even though there's a portion of them that do. And that portion that does with the intent they are even more traumatized and need more of the therapists than anyone else. And we want those people to get help because those people can actually come out of that torture of their body. And it's not because the other ones aren't. Every person we want becomes a life, becomes their expanded version, who's we, the people who know about humanity, meaning a person who cares about you living a good life, sustainable, emotionally, mentally, physically, all of that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. And humanly speaking, people pick sides. We don't pick sides, but if we have to pick anything of who we would want to get a little bit more support sooner than later are the ones who are tortured inside so people who believe that vengeance is the way are the ones who are the most traumatized. And anyways, again, it's not really ever going to happen because people don't move into their heaven in the body if they're not the ones who want to get out of hell in their body. That's the situation with the shame Teflon bag, which is why we want more Zen masters, and that's why it's amazing to have a 5D collective, and why I'm sharing about enlightenment the human way from a love button, because we will know that hurt people who hurt people, they need help, they might not want to get help, and we can't say you should go get help, because even if we do, what's going to happen with that should is your sympathetic is going to get triggered, you already got a teenager ruling you, and that teenager decided to spite every adult out there because that zero-year-old did not get protected and they were terrified and that teenager is pissed as heck with that zero-year-old who stayed in that household not knowing that the zero-year-old had no other option because they couldn't even crawl out of that crib. And this is all unconscious of a human being who has had childhood trauma and it's not something that is the devil or a demon. And so 
on that note, the reason why we would want people who have vengeance inside of them to go get help sooner than later is because they have a torturous situation. And if they can only see a little bit of that light, we're going to be able to help their body and their actual life come maybe back online. Then there are some, they just shut themselves out. So they create an armor. That's for another time. But again, uh, I was trying to get to where we bring two opposites and you can bring in harmony because people can use their brain but you can only use your brain if you're in a prefrontal cortex if you're in ease within your body only ventral vagal state is ease in your body otherwise you're in survival fight flight which means your empathy is turned off you're turned off to thinking and hearing you're already skewing your idea and here's where we got cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias which are very much two topics that people will know about if they have any form of groundedness in, again, the scientific methodology, even if you're woo-woo like me, which is a mystic, because it's okay to be woo-woo, but we're not the flat earthers. We're not people who are trying to disprove something that we know exists and is grounded in aspects that are of education. It's just, you're not going to negate education if you're a person who uses the brain of a person And it's not because you're intellectually savvy. It's because you're emotionally mature and you're mature enough to know I and you can disagree on our belief systems, on our fate, on our religion, on everything. We're still people here and we are on the same globe and we will still care. The way we care about it doesn't even matter, but we know we're on a globe and we're going to want to figure it out systematically because that's how we organize how life keeps moving forward. There's a very straightforward equation, enlightenment to human way not confusing. We'll be back with a part two, or I might leave you at this, and it's food for thought. Thank you for everybody who stopped by, and either I'll be back, or we'll be back with another topic, I'm sure.